0: Hello, Tori.
1: Hello, Jim. How are you? Good. How are you?
0: I am amazing. So, my brother, you know who my brother is?
1: I've met Brother John.
0: Brother John. Brother John listens to my podcast. Hi, John. You listening? Can you hear me now?
1: <laughs> I'm never going to play Pictionary <laughs> <with Brother John.
0: laughs> No. No, we're not going to do that with Brother John. Anyways, Brother John and I are two years apart two years and two months and he um so we we're pretty close growing up because we we're pretty close same age and he told me the other day i should tell a childhood story since i have like lots of them yep did you know i was kind of a
1: hellion yes
0: a hellion <laughs> see at the time i did not think i was hellion because i did not go to juvenile hall so well,
1: that's a plus
0: that is a plus. So if you don't go to juvenile hall, if you don't go to the hall or ju- juvie or whatever you want to call it, you are not a hellion.
1: Okay. So you and your brother were a little
0: rambunctious then? We were a little rambunctious, ripping my mom's brand new couch, knocking over a lamp, you know, knocking his teeth out. I mean, we can go on and on. And we will go on and on with some of these stories. But he reminded me that I should tell a few of them because, in fact, we were on the phone. We were laughing so hard about them. They are pretty funny. Want sure. to hear about you? Want to hear about the the trip to school on our bikes? Sure. Okay, so I ended up uh, messaging my friend Paul, and Paul gave me the okay. Paul says, "Yeah, go ahead, and tell stories about me and my brother and you and your brother." And so I got the blessing. So Paul and Greg, they were neighbor kids. They didn't live right next door, but just up the street, and we did everything together. You know, five, six days a week. They were good kids. Oh, no. <laughs> we were not. <laughs> I don't know why their At mom... what
1: point did they become bad kids?
0: No, they weren't super bad. They did bad things, but they always kept us kind of in the straight and narrow because okay. they were the they were the conscious kids that always said, mm, maybe we shouldn't do they that.
1: They were on the right side on your shoulder going,
0: eh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, people who always get in trouble. They always say, you know, you grew up around the wrong crowd. John and I were the crowd. <laughs> so, anyways, in uh, I was in ninth grade going to um, in Sacramento. We had a ju- uh, junior high school. So, as most people, you know, freshmen on up, we didn't have that. We had junior high schools. So,
1: old enough to know better.
0: Yeah, we were probably old enough to know better. So, we decided to ride our bikes. Not decided. We had to ride our bikes. We we lived a long ways from the school, and that was during the time where. You didn't necessarily go to the school that was right next to you. You went to different schools, and that was a school we were deemed to go to. And So we had a couple nice bikes. All four of us had nice bikes, but we didn't ride the nice bikes to school because we lived in an area where you rode a nice bike, they stole it. In fact, they stole my brother's bike at one point. And so I'll back the story up a little bit. Um, We used to ride the transit bus, the local I forget what it's called, rapid transit or something like that.
1: I grew up in Nowhereville, really, so
0: Yeah, you guys didn't have a bus. Nothing, yeah. yeah. So you know, he's got a public bus, and you had to pay, I don't know, a quarter or something to get on the bus. <laughs> and I got kicked off the bus, the public transit bus. I was banned from public transit. Of course you did. Okay. So we, we won't go into that story, but um, it involved um, me. But the bonus was is everybody with me got kicked off the bus so we got back to our bikes so we got to ride our bikes to school and again back to the story of the nice bikes we didn't take our nice bikes to school because they get stolen so we put together some some rather interesting bicycles and i put a little tire in the back of mine and you know the blues brothers was big and they called mine the blues Mo bike and you know it was had a big front wheel and you could do wheelies easy theme. it was a it was kind of a piece of crap theme. So we put this junker together and my brother put his, he had my mom's bike. He got to ride the girl's bike and it was a theme too. It was a junker. And then Greg um, used to ride with us at school and Greg had some orange, I don't know, junker like the rest of us to ride to school. And he still had to lock those bikes up because they didn't even steal the junkers. But anyways, uh, Paul was a year older than me and Paul was already off to high school at this point. And so... It's me, Greg, and John, and we're cruising along. And I said, John and Greg are two years younger than me. And, you know, when you ride down Folsom Boulevard, and Folsom Boulevard, if anybody doesn't know, is a busy road. And we rode right down the middle of it. Uh, We had the impression at that age that we owned the road and the cars had to move around us. So,
1: Not surprised.
0: Yeah. So we decided to, you know, run into each other. And when I say we, I probably meant me. And you bump the back tire of a guy, and you kick him, and you bump him again. And, you know, a little, it was kind of like like a race thing, you know. And so I come up behind Greg, and he hit the brakes as my brother hit him, and I smacked into him, and and I don't even know all the details of it, but it turned into a into a crash, and bodies were flying, and I come off the seat, and all I could see is Greg's head. As he hits the concrete (laughs) and I took my bike and went right over his head. (laughs) He was okay. He made it because Greg is tough. We used to always say that about Greg. Greg was really durable. And so I don't remember my brother. He went flying somewhere. I went flying and I ran over Greg's face. So we got collected ourselves We look at Greg, and he has a tire burnout mark across his lip like a mustache. (laughs) So between his teeth and his nose is where I rode. So I just drove through the smoke, basically. I just went, let's just take it through the center.
1: Right.
0: Greg was a little injured.
1: I'll guess.
0: But he's tough. You know, we don't have time to be injured. We got to go home and get bandaged up. So, of course, we ride back home, tell my mom. and You know what my mom did?
1: Uh, told you to go to school.
0: Yeah, she bandaged us up and sent us back out on our bikes. Yeah. <laughs> Greg with his mustache. <laughs> with this with his tire print it's not funny. I'm not laughing.
1: No. Well, you know, it's only funny if somebody gets hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't get permanently injured that I know of. He talks with a little bit of a list these days, but other than that, you know, his teeth grew back and yeah. they're fine. Did he
1: lose teeth? <laughs> no, he didn't oh, lose okay. teeth. Okay, well then.
0: Yeah, no big deal. If you don't lose your tooth, what?
1: Not that serious.
0: Not that serious. But that's not where the story ends. Okay. So we're cruising back along. We've learned our lesson not to ram into each other. Well, for the moment. And we get pulled over by the cops. Oh, gosh. So the sheriff's department pulls us over, flips on the lights, acts like we're robbing a bank. And all we're doing is just... Mm. Going to school? Going to school. And we're almost late at this point because we used to get there a little early. And, you know, anyway, so he pulls us over and then he takes us back to the house and tells my mom that he saw us in the parking lot riding wheelies and screwing around and all this stuff. He proceeds to basically lie because he knows what my mom knows what happened because she just bandaged Greg up right, yeah. and me. And, you know, we had scrapes and bruises and bumps. And so this illustrious sheriff.
1: Did he see the prior debacle or...
0: No. No, he had no clue. So, you know, when I say I was rowdy, I think a lot of kids in the 70s were rowdy. And it might have been 80, 79, 80, somewhere in there. Kids were rowdy in that area. You know, they'd steal your bike and they would do lots of stuff.
1: I mean, in the city, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yes. We didn't have that.
0: Yeah. Well, we had it. And we had it, you know, tenfold. So this guy decides that we're the three that he saw. And so he takes us home. And of course, my mom defends us because she knows that he's lying to her. And I don't know that he was necessarily lying to her, but it was a mistaken identity. Right. Because clearly, Greg still had a mustache. Right. (laughs) So we weren't. The ones
1: that he was thinking. It's Safeway.
0: Yeah, it's Safeway. You know, screwing around. We were actually, you know, we were good children trying to get to school.
1: Yeah, innocent. Innocent at that point.
0: Yeah, well. (laughs) We'll get into other stories. <laughs> so hopefully Greg listens to this, and hopefully he's grown a mustache over where that bike bicycle hit him. And so we went to school. We made it. Home, back, everything.
1: Well, you know, adventures of yeah, off to school.
0: Adventures of Jimmy, Johnny, Paul, and Greg. Mm-hmm. And, oh, we have way more than that. We have, you know— slinging mud into the street and we used to take and wash the driveway and wash the uh, garage with uh, water and slide into the into the wall I things mean, like
1: that that's the difference my stories consist of trompsing all over our little tiny town riding horses here and there and right i mean but there was no city stuff it was all country stuff
0: yeah no ours was not country there was no country about it country is where they didn't build the next place and then you drive through the field, you know, like we went into a, um, and this doesn't have to do anything with Paul and Greg, but uh, Steve, you know, Steve. Mm-hmm. And he decided that we were going to go through these new model homes. And Gosh, yeah. what, I mean, let's go check out the model home. What else does a 10, 12 year old kid do? Right. And I'm laying in the tub because the people, they come to show the home and oh. we're in it. And John and Steve, they got out somehow, and I was upstairs trapped because we were running through the house. Why am I running through the house? I don't know.
1: Because you're a kid. Right. And that's what kids do when they –
0: So where do I hide? In the tub. In the tub. In the tub, laying there flat on my back, hidden in the tub.
1: And did they find you? Yes. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: And so they walked in, and they just looked at me, and I went, hey, just seeing if I'd fit in the tub. (laughs) And I got out and just walked out like I owned the place. <laughs> nice. So, anyways, yeah. And then we had the kid, the guy there with the bull whip. You know, he used to, we'd jump in his backyard and run, and he'd come after us with a bull whip and try to whip us with a bull whip and things like that. So, I'll save some of those stories for later, but, you know, there's lots of stories with Richie and Randy, Jimmy and Johnny,
1: yep.
0: Steve, Jimmy and Johnny, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy and Johnny. And when I say Steve, Denise was involved too. She was a few years older than us, and she kind of got out That's of that.
1: Steve's older sister. Yeah.
0: So she kind of got out of that stuff, and, you know, let's face it. She was a very nice, polite girl, and she'd get away with a lot of stuff. She'll deny it to this day, but she was our gang leader. She was, <laughs> She was our gang leader, and hopefully she's listening to this because she'll know. And we'll tell another story about her one time that she got us to do bad things. She convinced us. So anyways – That's one little brief story about my childhood. And we're going to have some stories from Tori, too, at some point about her childhood.
1: Well, and it's interesting because kids these days will not have these same kind of stories.
0: No. No, it's really shocking. You know, even my kids didn't have it. In fact, um, it makes me, what do they call that, a hypocrite? I hate to use that word.
1: We're all hypocrites.
0: Yeah. So anyways, I'm a hypocrite because I didn't let my children run loose like I did. In fact, I would freak out if they did even a quarter of what we did.
1: Well, yeah. And the kids say now with the grandbabies that they are like, oh, my God, if we did half of this stuff, you'd have been like on us. And with the grandbabies, you're like, oh, look at how cute.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, but they are funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're not really doing anything, the grandchildren at this point.
1: Well, and our boys weren't terrible either, you know.
0: No, no, they didn't do. Ha- they didn't do a quarter of what we did. No. They didn't do nothing. I mean, we we went out every day looking to doorbell ditch and uh, yeah.
1: But back then that was pretty standard. Now, if you doorbell ditch, you, you're not. Yeah, they don't. They frown upon a lot of the things that we did as yeah. kids and stuff. So
0: I mean, we my parents built a um, a pool right next to the house. It was literally a foot away because the backyards were so small then, and we wanted a pool, and it was fenced to. To house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Guess what my dad did.
1: Jumped off the roof and yeah. Cool, yeah.
0: And you know, we were told not to. Guess what we did like minutes later?
1: Well, sure. I mean, monkey see,
0: monkey do. But,
1: I mean, same thing. I mean, I think of some of the things we would walk down Main Street and go to some I don't know, irrigation. I don't know. We'd go swimming in just bodies of water and I don't to this day I'm not really sure what those exactly were. But we did and I would kill my kids if they were swimming in anything other than a pool or whatever. Right. But it is, yeah. I mean, it's just a different, completely
0: different. But we had the Sacramento River, right, right next to us. Yeah. So it was literally about five blocks away, and we were up on the levees and jumping off them, and you know, I'm crashing my bike jumping off levee, and then I'm playing in a little league all star game the next day. So, yep. got to get me back to playing baseball. I mean, the injury. That's why I see these guys these days with injuries and well with our injuries, you know what we did with our injuries? We rubbed dirt on yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. You know, we we got back to it. So um
1: Oh, if I disappeared, my where would you begin to look for me? Right. You know? Because we would a small town, one main street, but if you went up Wingfield Road you could get all the way back over to Riadosa to down the grade. I mean you could get anywhere you wanted in Janesville and not touch the main street. Right and You know i think to this day i'm like gosh if
0: (laughs) do you realize i could not walk home from school at kindergarten but first grade i was walking right hey
1: a lot of growth from that year
0: hey my parents told me hey just don't get grabbed and don't get and don't get that (laughs) yeah that was our defense don't get grabbed yeah yeah don't if he has puppies don't go if it's candy just take the candy and run you know that's kind of (laughs) advice we got so, I mean, I have lots of lots of stories about that, too. But, you know, when you get off school and you got your friends and you start heading home, you never know where it's going to go.
1: Yeah. I mean, we would walk from, I, I don't know what the, it's a mile or two or from the school to our house. And we would walk back and forth to school. I, snow, rain, it didn't matter. We walked. We weren't. Yeah. Nobody was picking us up because it was a cold day. Right. (laughs) It was like, go to school.
0: Yep, exactly. Yep, exactly. So anyways, I hope Greg is listening to this and I hope he's recovered. I hope his lip is fine. I don't know why it's so funny. But you know why a bicycle tire is?
1: I wonder if it's as funny to him as it is to you. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> that's
0: okay though. I'm sure he's got something that's just as funny that happened to me. I don't, you know, that's the way it was. But
1: were they involved in the broken windows?
0: Oh no, they were more than involved in the broken windows. <laughs> in fact, Greg was the one that we boosted in out of the through the Stop. bathroom window and lowered him in there. He got the ball and got it out because our names. My my dad made us put so we had a big bucket of balls because we play baseball all the time. We played football, basketball, baseball, football, basketball, baseball. And so we would take our name and write, you know, our last name on each ball. Because you, you're playing and you got a bucket of balls, a full five-gallon bucket full. And, you know, of course, the one we fouled off hit the preacher man's window. He was the caretaker.
1: Yeah.
0: And, it went, and we looked in, goes across, so we hopped the fence. And then we boost each other. out. and see our ball laying in his tub that said, fall us off. And I go. <laughs> Oops, my bad.
1: It's a giveaway.
0: So we didn't want to get caught because you know we don't want to get caught with broken window.
1: Yeah,
0: we, we don't have jobs, so it's not like we're going to pay for it. So, you know, and we didn't want to get caught, so we come up with a plan, and that was to boost Greg into the bathroom window mm-hmm. with the shards of glass. Yeah.
1: So now with the lip, he's got.
0: Yeah, he's scars. got the, the scars and all that, and so. What we didn't realize is there was this family. Their dad was a big Air Force guy, and there was a large number of kids. And they lived across the field from the church. And it in the fact, they're like two doors down from Greg and Paul. And their dad was mean. I don't know the way to put it. He was mean. Those kids had rakes in their hands and brooms in their hands, and that place was manicured. And uh, those kids had to work every day after school. And what we did is we were in wild, and— you know, played baseball and football and did our thing. Well, they were... Let's face it. they It, it probably made them mad that we were out there hitting balls and they were, you know... Having to do chores. Yeah, they're doing chores. Like, they didn't have a lawnmower. They'd clipped the lawn by hand. I mean, this place is groomed. And like I said, he was a big Air Force guy. And I believe he was at Mather Air Force Base. Anyways, he was a, you know, well-put-together guy. And his kids were towing the line, no doubt about it. And... Of course, they watched us chip the ball into the window and drop into the top. (laughs) And, you know, they watched this whole thing. And, of course, at that age, whatever I was 10, 12 years old, I didn't have the capacity to realize that there's other people probably watching it, you know. And so um, I, uh, you know, boosted Greg up in there and John and I, and he lowered him down and pulled him back out. And I don't think we had any cuts. We might have. A little blood, probably no big deal. And then what we did we went by my mom's house, so
1: ultimately breaking and entering.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. breaking entering. Mm-hmm. So um, we had told her we were going to the school to play, and then we went by and says, "Well, we're going to go back to the school." So we're we're, we're story's good. We're at the school. So if anything ever comes up of it,
1: right? Thieves, break-ins, little liars, the whole thing.
0: We're at the school. The story's covered. We're good. All we have to do is say we're at the school. That's all we have to say. If somebody asks us, we're at the school. We don't know what you're talking about. We're at the school. You don't have to ask for a lawyer. You don't have to ask for confirmation. We're at the school. And do you think we rehearse that? Probably. Oh, a lot. Okay, if they come and they ask...
1: And who blew it?
0: Well, I we haven't got that far yet. So, we're at the school. So, I'm at the house with my brother. This is hours later. We're already home. We've probably already had dinner, whatever, you know. So... This guy named Wes, he was the caretaker. And, of course, he's got every neighborhood kid with him because once he discovered that his bathroom window was busted all over his bathroom, he got mad. I'm sure. He started asking, who broke my window? Now, mind you, we've always told my mom, you know, that when we did things like that, we were always informing her, hey, we messed up, we did this. We never got in trouble. I don't know why we decided this time we were going to lie about it. And Greg, especially, you know, I said Greg was a good kid. Greg would usually say, or Paul would say, "Hey, no, nah, no, nah, let's not just let's just tell ourselves." But we were rubbing off on him. And so they show up at the house with every neighborhood kid you can think of, and they're all standing there. And of course, Wes says to me and my my or says to my mom, "Did the kids, you know, break the button? you know the whole story?" And of course, they, my mom calls us to the door, and we just no, we're at school. I don't know who did that. I had no idea. We're at school, John. Yep, yeah, we're at school was with you? Greg. Okay. Let's go down there and go to Paul and Greg's house and knock on the door. And of course, Greg's mom's there. And Greg's mom's a very nice lady, very polite, and nice. And she says, Greg, did you uh did you you know they're saying that you broke this window and that you boosted you up in there and you guys were playing baseball against the fence and fouled one off. And uh Greg says, We might have.
1: <laughs> Ish.
0: I threw my little, we used to have those little plastic things, and I threw it on the ground. I said, Well, you might have just told on us because that's what you did. Mm -hmm. And of course, now now I'm blaming Greg for not holding our secret. We might have. (laughs) We might have. Maybe. Maybe. We might might have. Well, just say yes. We might have. No, Greg, we rehearsed this. We were at the school. the good kid that Greg was. And now that I'm an adult, I appreciate that. Right. That Greg was a good kid and Jimmy and Johnny were not so much. Greg and Paul were good kids and Jimmy and Johnny not so much. And if you just would have said...
1: The school.
0: Yeah. And guess what? We had in trouble and we had to do chores the house, had to work it off because then we had to pay for the win. you should. Yeah, it's a bunch of BS because all you had to do is say, we were at the school and it was over.
1: Life lessons. It
0: was like magic. So one thing you learn if you're committing crimes, don't commit it with a group of people. Somebody will crack.
1: Usually. And they yep. count on that. And I've watched enough Discovery ID to know.
0: Well, that. I learned that lesson early on.
1: Well, at least it was just a window and not a murder.
0: Well, no, we're not doing that stuff. Not even now. We're just being kids, hitting baseballs and having fun. And that's what my mom says. Why don't you just tell on yourself? Because you were just hitting baseballs against the fence. Like you didn't do anything. Not, not like you were.
1: Right. You weren't. Yeah. You weren't being mischief. Just playing.
0: Just playing and just hitting balls. And probably not the greatest spot right next to the bathroom window of the fence. You could have moved over 15 feet. But, you know, for the most part, it was.
1: Life lessons.
0: Yep. So we were at the school. Anyways, I have more down the road I'm going to keep telling you. And I'm going to have you tell me a couple.
1: Gosh, my memory is really bad.
0: Yeah, of course it is. It is. Okay, so what did we learn from this podcast?
1: Be truthful. Stick
0: together. We're at the school. <laughs> Bye, everybody.